Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. Hello, everybody. And I'm the second brother. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. Um, yes, 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 yes. Welcome back. We have another exciting episode for you. I say that all the time. I know, I know, but they are always excited. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Yes, they're always exciting. And, um, whoa, this one is a powerful one. The title of this episode is Leadership is Not a Title. Leadership is Responsibility. <laughs> Let me repeat that again. Leadership is not a title. Leadership is Responsibility. Now, why did I come up with that title? It's because so many times a lot of people mistake what leadership is truly all about. The idea that most people have is that, oh, I'm going to be the big guy. I'm going to be the, from like Nigerians will say, the ogre at the top. Everybody would tell me, boss man, boss, you know. And then they call you chairman. <laughs> You're like, hey, I'm the chairman. You're not the table man. <laughs> You're not the settee man. You're the chairman. <laughs> and unfortunately, you see this come out in people's attitude, actually, in the sense that when they go for leadership, immediately they're expecting accolades. They're expecting, you know, everybody to start, you know, treating them one kind, giving them, you know, um, preferential treatment, you know, recognizing them immediately just because of the title. I'm the chairman, CEO, commander-in-chief of every living thing in the galaxy. Do you know who I am? Some people were getting vexed with me, Mr. Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Before I hand over to Mr. Clay, let me just quickly say this. You will understand it because what they are missing is that actually having the accolades in, in leadership, there's nothing wrong with having the accolades. But the accolades is not what you demand. The accolade comes from the results that you are naturally producing that will naturally, not coercively, not contrived, not forced, naturally make people respect you, naturally make people give you regard. And it comes from the responsibility that you've taken on board. I'll pass it over to Mr. Claire because I'll come back on that thing. Responsibility. Please, Mr. Claire. <laughs> All right, sir. Um, leadership is responsibility, not a title. Yes. So it's very, very powerful. Uh, because everybody wants to be a leader, right? Nobody wants to be a follower. So when everybody wants to be the boss, the boss, your guy at the top, like you said, because they see no other position available. That is the one to go for. And in Africa, we know what African leaders are like. 
right? Everybody, especially when you look at the political scenes, everybody wants to be the president. Because if they are president, things will be different, right? If they, when they are president, things will turn around, life will be better. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's so amazing how the mentality, leadership mentality is different in Africa to is in the Western world. Because I remember when I first got to England as a 14 year old back in the day, and I saw people in leadership positions, I saw their, their mannerism and their character was one of service true service and not one of lording it over everybody, which is in Africa, you know, you become, you get a leadership position. Now is your chance to lord it over them and everybody that your, your followers will now worship you, you know, and you will take their worship as your right, you know? And if anybody is not worshiping you, then they must be punished, right? We got, we, we, we're not even talking about what your job title is for and <laughs> what you're meant to be doing in the first place. <laughs> we'll get to that later, but right now, worship is what's on the job. That's why even when they wanna make speeches in Africa, you will hear a long list of accolades, you know. They don't just go straight, they don't just say, you know, um, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to nice speeches. But they don't go into that, they start recognizing people in the crowd because there are loads of leaders that must be worshiped in the crowd, you know. And if you miss somebody out, you know, I know that they're shortening now, they all say, you know, they, 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 they've coined a way of shortening it now to say all oh, protocol observed. <laughs> you know. Sorry, <laughs> possibilities, you know. People will think we are making fun of people, but carry your lay. <clears throat> no, no, it, it is, it is real. It is, and this, this, these people take you very, very, very seriously. If you do not pay them due respect, and it starts from the home. Start from the parents. So when you like, even the parents, when you get home, mom and dad, you know, I look at my teenage son now, and um, my, I've got a teenage son, and he, 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 you know, says, "How are you doing, dad? You know, you okay, dad?" And I'm looking at him. I was never like that with my dad. With my dad, all protocol must be observed. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, there is no conversation. There's no even there's no you know, forget conversation. There's no existence in the same space, <laughs> you know. Anyway, back to you, Mr. Phil. Yes, Mr. Kinley. Look, where where you're hitting on something very very powerful there. Now, the real the reason why we're saying what we're saying is because you see, responsibility is there for a reason. You see, these same leaders that want to be, for want of a better word, really worshipped. 
they fail to look at the environment to see what impact that they're having or what change or what improvement that they're making that will assess and give them that right that they're so demanding. So let's look at the leaders. Let's look, we're talking about African leaders. We're talking about um, people that, you know, believe that, okay, that's fine. You get all the worship you want, but let's look at where you are. Oh, you mean your roads are like that? Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, you mean everything around you is in such disarray? Uh, okay, 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 okay. Um, you mean health? There's no health care where you okay, but you're the leader though. Mm. How does that marry? How can you be so happy being the leader? And the job the leader is meant to be doing, to be judged by, is in such terrible state. How do you marry that, Mr. Leader? Then, like Mr. Claire said, we came and we saw in the UK leadership modeled. We saw leaders that actually only judge themselves by the solutions that they're providing. Only judge by, as a matter of fact, the leaders that were our mentors basically said, do what I do. As a matter of fact, no, don't do what I do. Even if you can do 20% of what I'm doing, that's okay. Don't worry, I'll do 100%. You just do 20%. And you're like, this is new, you mean? And the leader is forging ahead. The leader, the, 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 leader is, the leader is not saying, you go and do it. No. The leader is saying, I, I'm going to do it. You follow me. I will ram that door. You follow me. Come, let's go. <laughs> and you get there, and it's there. Now, it achieves things. Are we surprised that they have electricity? Like Mr. Clare said, a leader that is a servant first. Then, when everything is said and done, everybody now naturally respects him because of the responsibility that he is carrying, because of the solutions that he's providing, because of the situations that is improving not only for himself but for people around him for people around them around them that is around them so the ripple goes and that is where the edification comes from when even he's not even looking for it a great example of this is Sadhguru Sadhguru man the guy doesn't need your the guy does not need your, he doesn't even care whether you think he's alive, you see him or nothing. But guess what? Man, people cannot help but give him that kind of regard that he doesn't even want. <laughs> That's when it's for real. Mr. Clay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I think what you said there is, you know, some people demand to be followed, demand um, to, be, to be obeyed, you know, demand 
demand, demand, demand. Woo! While some people walk the right path and people follow them, listen to them, want to be with them. Um, you know, because isn't it strange? You can see, I mean, the world is big enough. So you would think that these people um, have eyes open so they can see the comparisons. They can see, okay, this is this is what's happening on the other side of the world. How are they? How are they? How is that working for them? Or oh, this is what we're happening here. How is that working for us? Because one thing about it is the new generations of Africans that are coming up. I know this this video is primarily for Nigeria for now, and you Africans know. really for and now. Africa. The new generation of Africans that are coming up are not like the their parents or the their parents' parents. This new generation are going to be born in a time like no, no time has ever been in the past. So just imagine you were just being born now, Mr. Phil, today, where you're being born in a way, time of internet, you're being born in a time of exposure, you know, you're being born in a time of, it's not about libraries anymore, you know, all the information you want is on your smartphone, you know, it's, it's, so by the time you get, by the time you're, you're, you know, you're being born in the time where people are coding from home, you know, IT, artificial intelligence, technology, latest technology, you know, which, is, which are all changes that we all need to embrace. It's not something that we can be standoffish to. We need to embrace it because, you know, this new generation that is coming up are gonna do things that is gonna amaze all of us. You know, there's a new Amazon that will be giving birth to, there's a new Apple that will be giving birth to. We've all this new generation coming up. So it's not like, oh, Apple, Apple is there and Apple, Apple is the only one that will be there because this all this that's happening is new opportunities for the new generation. So what I'm saying to you is this new generation is coming up and will be led by new leaders. And there will be new leadership styles, especially in Africa. New leadership styles. New leadership styles that, because when you look at what happened, especially in Nigeria last October, because we're, we're just coming to the anniversary of NSARS now. NSARS was when the youth rose up in Nigeria and went on multiple days of protest against police brutality that was crushed by the army opening fire on them. Now, that hasn't really been unraveled and sorted out yet. There's still a lot of pain there. Those youths are coming back again, but this time they're gonna come back stronger. Now, these are the youth that all they've known all their life is suffering. These are the youth that all they've known all their life is fending for themselves, not expecting it from their family, not expecting it from their parents. Because like, you know, I remember when I was, when I was a teenager, I was in secondary school. And Mr. Phil would go to his boarding school and they would come back and start telling me stories about how they survived 
it's not even about study. <laughs> it's not even about what they learned in school. It's about how I made it back here. You know, I could have been gone. <laughs> Several times. Several times. And you'll be watching like you're watching a movie. You'll be telling you, man, we were all dead. <laughs> Literally dead. Nobody was gonna come back home. But by this, we just made it out. And we made it out because some people took some critical steps <laughs> amongst us. And, and you know, and, and the, the power that was generated in those encounters, you knew who the leaders were. You knew who to follow if you want to lead. You knew who the smarts were. You knew who to, you know, listen to. You knew what, what group of people to be with. Those are the kind of leaders and Mr. Phil, um, if you ask Mr. Phil that time, that do you think these people will be able to run the the country or the or the continent? Mr. Phil would say, "Of course, I can list you. This one is good for this. This one is good for that. That one can handle this." And they had that in every single secondary school in that country. Those groups. Let me pass over to Mr. Phil. Not only in every secondary school, they had that in every year preceding. Because everyone <laughs> thinks that it's the only their time that they had the smart people. No, there were plenty of people before you and there were plenty of people after you. However, guess what everybody runs into? Everybody now runs into the system. The system is the monster that will bring the reality back. So you think you're smart, yeah? When people use tribalism on you, then you will realize. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You think you can move away when people <laughs> use serious tactics on you that are... You, you know what? Someone actually did something to me one day and I thought to myself, wow! And to them, that's a tactic. <laughs> this person thought that... I don't know. Maybe that person just thought that maybe I was getting too big for my boots in the organization. And that's all they needed to tell me. I'm the kind of person that, look, I don't need your platform. I don't need your stage. You know why? I don't know why. I just don't have it in me that I can create my stage anytime. So this person must have been thinking that this guy, I need to teach him lesson. Okay. He told me, okay, Mr. Phil, you're going to be speaking. You're going to be doing this. And I said, eh, okay. So I prepared. He told me like some days before, I prepared. And then the day came, he was meant to hand over the microphone to me. I'm, I'm trying not to dox it, but I'm just going for what happened, basically. Um, I'm, not, I'm trying not to reveal everything. But say he was meant to give me the microphone so that I can speak for 50 minutes. You know, I was ready. I was I had my charts ready. I had my stuff when I'm gonna share to bless people with. Maybe there were about a hundred people there or whatever. So the guy took the mic and was talking and talking and talking, like, okay, yes, Mr. Phil is gonna be talking to us today. Then he changed the topic. Five minutes went. Ten minutes went. He was still talking. Twenty-five minutes went. Forty minutes went. Fifty minutes went. It was now time for us to close. Then he went. Oh, sorry. 
It's meant to be Mr. Phil speaking today. Okay, okay, come, 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 come. And I looked at the guy like, huh? Is that the, are you for real? Wow. So this is a tactic. This is how you show people that you have the power. <laughs> ah. You know what? If there was any iota of respect that I had for him before, if there was any regard that I had for him before, honestly, he disappeared instantly. So why did that pay you so much, Mr. Phil? Do you like talking that much? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You know why I brought it up? Is when I said that these are the kind of things that people will come out of the secondary school, come out of the university, come out, and they will start seeing this kind of politics. Mm. And they will come into, and this is just one of a sea of vindictive, um, completely um, unproductive, completely uh, disempowering forces. I'm trying to tell you where all our talent in Nigeria went into. It went into the abyss of people that for whatever reason, Sometimes out of envy, sometimes out of jealousy, sometimes out of spite, sometimes out of, you know, they basically just pull down whatever energy, creative energy, positive energy that you have. But they forget one thing. Nigeria is not on its own on earth. It's on earth with other countries. Where their leaders are not like that. Where the okay, let's forget the leader. Where the environment is not like that. Where the environment actually encourages development. Mr. Clare was talking about India, that they created their own MIT, creating um, celebrities out of their own talents. Yeah. In Nigeria, someone will say, ah, "Whose son is that? A bad job." Forgetting that you are destroying your own. Forgetting that you are creating an environment where nothing, then you're not surprised that nothing works in your environment. Now, mm. I say all that to say this. Mr. Kinnell was talking about the new generation. I said that to say this to the new generation of Nigerians listen to me right now. We're telling you all that so that you do not become that. Mm. You now understand what leadership is about. Leadership is about responsibility. Leadership is about service. Leadership is about results. Wow. But this is, this, 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 you know, I remember, you know, you used to tell me about the seniors in, in the secondary school. How did you used to treat the juniors? in secondary school. So, the, so the, and these are the students, not talking about the teachers right now. We're just talking <laughs> about the students. Yeah. How they, in that system still prevails. Yeah. 
And that is a yeah. crushing system. Yeah. That the that then the, the juniors become seniors and they now know this is my time to get the, their own back. To perpetrate everything that was done to them for three years, they will now do it to the juniors coming, you know, coming up. I didn't participate. I had the chance to participate when I became a senior. When I was a junior, oh my goodness, frack. <laughs> <laughs> you will be sleeping, you know, because I went to Nigeria boarding school. I went to the MDC. <laughs> you know? You'll be sleeping. You, someone can just give you a dirty slap while you're sleeping. <laughs> and he's shoving his um, bucket into your hand. Go and fetch me water. And you're looking at him. He's a senior. That's the only reason why he could do that. Now, once in a very blue moon, a junior will get the slap, have the bucket shoved in his face, and the junior will punch the senior. And, <laughs> out, and you will find that junior still in a little cell seven days later for beating, <laughs> yeah. a, for beating a senior. And junior will come out like a caveman later, seven days later. <laughs> <laughs> Only dead, but still defiant. All started by someone slapping him and shoving their bucket. So when they slap me and they shove their bucket in, in my face, what do you do? And, and at that time, to be fair, I wasn't even big. I wasn't even big developed then. I was I was one of the youngest in my class, so I had a very... Uh, but it was building this thing in my mind. I was building it. But by the time I now became a senior, I couldn't be... I decided there was a choice to be made. I wasn't going to be that kind of senior. Hmm. So I was that kind of senior that... Juniors used to come and seek refuge in. I was always, you know, talking to another guy, just leaving, man. Why, why are you leaving? Okay, don't worry. What did he do? All right, don't worry. We'll sort it out. Just come. So I was that senior that was always, and I just didn't partake. I couldn't be involved because I couldn't see why I was going to be inflicting misery. Look, if there was any time in my life that I really contemplated suicide hard, it was when I was in boarding school. <laughs> I contemplated suicide. Ah, I thought about it. How do I take myself out? <laughs> that was the time in my life I really thought about it. Thank <laughs> you. That experience made a lot out of me. Honestly, it was a, it was more than a boot camp. It was a boot life. <laughs> Over to you, Mr. And you was a junior for long. It's not like you were a junior. Um, to be fair, I joined them when I was a, I joined them in um year two. So I was a junior for two years, really. Because that was when GSS was coming in. Mm -hmm. So I, I joined them, I believe I joined them at GSS two. And then I did GSS three. Then I was a senior in GSS four. 
or kind of starting being a senior so that they, 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 they don't they don't pick on you that much at GSS4. But GSS3 <laughs> downwards. <laughs> oh, GSS3 downwards. Man, you were the runt of the litter. And, yeah, GS, it's not GSS4, it's SSS4. So senior now. So senior is now on your... Yeah, so they don't pick on you. So by the time we got to SS5, uh, uh, come on. The SS six people were just doing exams then, so we're the one running the routes. So by the time we got to SS six, ah, you were like, "Hey, come on!" We had the world at, as our oyster at SS six. So I, I went through that, and I'm I'm glad I went through that. But again, the reason why we're saying is that is that Mr. Kelly was asking that where does all that talent talent go? The talent go and get messed up by the system. The system that is unforgiving. The system that is um, vindictive, tribalistic, completely ass backwards, where instead of leadership being about production, leadership is about just blooding over people. Hmm. And then we, we now ask ourselves why there's nothing in Africa nothing what are we building because the leaders that are meant to be productive are not being productive in anything productive they're just being productive in completely becoming a tyrant hmm. is that great <laughs> yeah 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 which is which is what you know because the so-called you know and you know, you look at the leaders of yesterday or the leaders of today. Will be, the young people of today will be the leaders of tomorrow, right? Yeah. So these are the people that will then grow up and leave secondary school. We're, we're not even talking university age yet. Or we're just talking secondary school teenagers. <laughs> oh, look, when they get to university, you know what they will get to? Very, very quickly, sorry. You take over again. But when they get to university, you know what they find? They will find that that vindictiveness even goes to another level. Because now we now have lecturers that are sleeping with your girlfriend. You are not happy that lecturer is sleeping with your girlfriend because your girlfriend wants to pass her uh, exam. And imagine the mess. So the lecturers are there as gatekeepers to women's virginity. What the f and this is what we're meant to have a civilization come out of. Can you see what I'm saying? And everybody kind of like looks the other direction, looks the other direction. Well, you see, every direction that you look away from what is wrong, it costs and the result is there for everybody to see. Look at your roads, look at your system, look at your society, look at everything that you're living in. Is it worth, uh, are you proud of it? But little, little, little things here, there. That's what it builds to. Am I making sense, Mr. Clay? Yes, sir. You're making total sense. You're making total sense. It all adds up. It all adds up. Because, you know, we, we're just talking about secondary school. So you go to university, there's a bigger monster waiting for you there. Now you're not even a young adult. And then you go through the mess of university. Not to talk about the fact that your parents are struggling all the way to pay your school fees. So you're, you're being told every time 
that you need to go and fend for yourself. You can't, you know, school fees are going up. And we haven't even mentioned strikes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make you depressed. We're going to make you depressed. <laughs> so, okay. Because, because a three-year course is not taking you several years. <laughs> because of strikes. Go on, Mr. Phil. Go on, carry on. We're just talking about leadership, being responsible. We're just talking about leadership, and this thing is coming. Honestly, I'm looking at my notes, and I'm realizing that we're not even able to. But, okay, the more important thing is this, though. The important thing is you that you are listening to us now. How do you make sure you are not that kind of person or that kind of leader? How do you contribute? How do you make sure that you don't fall into the same hole? Because you see, the leaders that you see there today, we can see their report cards. We can see their report cards. It's there for everybody to see. You get to Nigeria, you see how everything is. That's their report card there. Now, they did not start meaning to be like that. They too had intentions. They too had good intentions. But circumstances and the system forces them. Now, what will make you not be like them is this word I always talk about. Example. Be the example of someone that is different. Oh, Mr. Phil, but it's only me. Mr. Clare, how many times do we hear it in this country that um, when you, that you do things not because everyone else is doing it or because you have impact on mass, but you mm-hmm. do things because it is right? And if only if the life that you touch is only one life, then it is worth it. Yes, sir. Remember the story that we were told um, in, our, in the on business the on the seashore. Thank you. And they said that um, this was it. Maybe squids were washed on the seashore and they were dying. And there were so many of them. And this guy saw this man just going over, pick one, throw it back into the water to save its life. Pick another one, throw it back into the water. And someone saw him doing that and said. Ha! Man, what a waste of time. Look at all these squids. You know, you are throwing one. What a waste of time. What difference is it going to make? And the guy that was throwing it back into the water said, well, it picked another one, threw it in the water, and it went, it made a difference to that one. (laughs) Yes, sir. It made a difference to that one. We heard that story here in the UK. That is their attitude. So when you look at Nigeria, when you look at Africa and you say, man, the situation is so bad. What difference can I make? Just make the difference you can make. Let me repeat that. Just make the difference that you can make. Because it's someone that made a difference that created in Nelson Mandela. Mm. Mm. It's someone that made the difference in, 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 in my life that make me be in the position where I can actually make these videos now. Oh, yes. When I was in Nigeria, uh, when I was in Nigeria and I was in Meduguri, there were some stories. Mr. Kanaye. Mm. People actually made a difference in my life. Mm. I can't remember this teacher's name now. 
but I can see him in my mind's eye now. He was a young man then, and he just took me under his wing, let me come to his, let me come to his teacher's quarters, and it was such a break for me to be able to go to a teacher's quarters and just chill as a student. He trusted me. I would go there. Sometimes I would even cook for myself in the something. Do you know how that ended, Mr. Clay? <laughs> how did it end? <laughs> you see, I'm so full of stories and real life stories, you know. I just went there as I normally go. And I was just chilling. And the guy got there and said, how did you get in? And I'm like, well, the way I normally get in. And the guy looked around and said, where's my cereal? Where's my this? Do you know that they robbed him? After they robbed him was when I went. Wow. Innocently, Mr. Claye. If the guy wanted to kill me right there, he would have killed me. Let me repeat it. If the guy went, so they robbed him. I innocently just went as I normally you went. You didn't notice anything was missing. I didn't even notice. I was in the kitchen cooking because I was hungry. I was <laughs> <laughs> Now, that guy controlled himself that day and noticed that, look, this 13-year-old boy, this 14-year-old boy didn't know what, what happened. This 14-year-old guy was innocent. And the guy, I could see he was struggling. He wanted to put the pain on somebody. He looked at me, and I was looking at him like, I'm dead. I'm dead. But Mr. Kane, you know what he didn't do? Hmm. He didn't put the blame on me. Wow. Some people would have, some people would have dealt with you first. Honestly. Just, just for the sake of being the nearest in the facility. Imagine. Imagine, imagine. <laughs> and on top of that, you are cooking food. <laughs> that is a Nigerian that made a difference in me to be that my grand great grandchildren will be thankful. My great grandchildren that are unborn are thankful to him because they could have killed me. Mm. Nigerians then they don't play with thieves. Mm. Mm. But he over so when you say make a difference. Is that I'm not am I not saying the story now? Hmm. Did it not make a difference? You just do the right thing. Hmm. Oh, but Mr. Phil, everybody is doing the wrong thing. Forget everybody. Hmm. Those same everybody are the same people that are gonna be complaining. Hmm. They don't have a solution. You do. Hmm. You do you. You do you. We're making these audios now. We're making these videos. We're on YouTube. We're on other platforms. Okay. Do you think this is not going to touch somebody? Mm. I'm, not gonna, I'm not saying it's going to touch everybody. But it's going to touch someone. And guess what we'll have done? We will have done our bit in the story of the re-emergence of Africa. Mm. Mr. Clay. Powerful, sir. That is beautiful. Because the amazing thing about this is that um, you will never forget that story of what happened. 
I've never even told you that story before. No, no, this is the first time I'm hearing that one. So there's two, more, there's two more stories to be told. Like I said, I used to be like that that young boy that every time he came home from school, there was stories galore. <laughs> stories galore that will keep you up all night and it's still going on. You know? And I, 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 I used to thank my lucky stars that I wasn't sent to body school. <laughs> Although I was facing my own challenges even in the day school, you know, but but the, the amazing thing about this is the future. Uh, this, those are the kids that become the leaders of, that will become the parents, the leaders. And the important thing is doing your bit, doing the right thing that you know to do, recognizing being the adult, being the same, the same one amongst everybody. When everybody's losing their head, being the same one. So, okay, my books tells me, even though I've, I've seen no examples of it, but the books I've read told me that these are this is what, how you handle this kind of situation. And I'm doing it based on that. Because whether you like it or not, we know there's good and we know there's bad. We know there's light and we know there's darkness. But we know what we all come from his light. So whether you like it or not, good will always overcome bad. We might not feel it because we are so, so much bad around us, but we know that ultimately good triumphs over bad. And you can ask us, why are you so sure? What makes you so, what makes you so certain? I'll let Mr. Phil answer that one. Mr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Why are, you, why are we so certain? It is because the you cannot build anything good on a faulty foundation. You cannot you, you cannot create um, trust on the foundation of distrust. So if you look at anywhere in the world where things seems to be working and you admire it, you wish you were there. You wish that was your country. You wish those are your people. What you're saying there is that good has won in the end. Hmm. Because if good hasn't won, You'll be happy in your bed. Hmm. Is that not good? Does that, does that logic not work? So we see hmm. that really everybody like what is good. <laughs> my brother, what my older brother told me one day, and he said that they, even if you go to the village and you take a Bentley and you put the Bentley on one side and you bring a Toyota Corolla, and you ask a villager that has not seen a car in his life, which one does he want to choose? They say the villager will choose the Bentley. And when you ask the villager, why are you choosing that one? The villager will say, there's something about it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody know we instinctively know quality. Mm. We instinctively know what is good. We instinctively desire 
everybody sees a marriage that seems like a good marriage and they don't they they, 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 they admire it but they don't want to work for it so mm-hmm. everything in life that you see that it's working and is you emulate or you you wish you had someone was a leader there mm-hmm. it's a leader at work mm-hmm. if you see any any any, any government any um, local um, government any um country any company any relationship that is working there's a leader at work there Hmm. there's a good leader at work there okay and so anytime you see results that's where we're going with this that result is what speaks for the leader Hmm. let me repeat Hmm. that it is the result that speaks for a leader. That's why we say leadership is responsibility. There are many people's lives that are tied to the leader. So if you're serious about leadership, know that you're signing up yourself to serve so that there's a positive result at the end. And that positive result at the end is what will speak of you. Okay? So... You're coming in saying, I have an organization right now that I tell people, look, I'm here to serve you. I'm here to solve your problems. Look, oh, you're the leader. You're meant to be sitting on top and we're meant to be worshiping. Yeah, if I sit on top, and we're, we're going to be all sitting here in this mess. And I'll be the king of the mess. I don't want to be king of mess. If I'm going to be king of anywhere, I want to be king of progress. I want to be king of results. And that is where we miss it as Africans. We forget that it is a responsibility. We forget that it's, it's, it's a charge that we're given as leaders to be good custodians of the position that we find ourselves. And again, one thing we have to appreciate again, changing gears again, is that the main reason or the main job of a leader is to work himself out of the job. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that a leader's job is to create followers. No, no, no. A real leader creates leaders. <gasps> Mr. Mm-hmm. Phil, what do you mean? Well, you see, the first issue is that if you're going to be a leader that is going to be, be creating other leaders, then you have to be comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. You have to be comfortable and you have to know that you're not there to compete and you're not there to hold other people back so that you can shine. No. Mm. You're there to help them shine and in their shining is where your shine comes. And your shine, your shining does not come from them saying, oh, let's not shine back on the leader. No, 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 no. Your work will speak for you. Mm. Okay, and that is where leadership, like people like Sadhguru, I always talk about Sadhguru because I love his kind of leadership. Um, people like Jim Ron, I love their kind of leadership. They are there to help you, encourage you, and create positive results. So that is why we say leadership is responsibility. Leadership is not tied to. Leadership, you know, we have so many people, they will say, 
Um, I'm chairman, you know, I'm king, <laughs> goddess, <laughs> Mr. Clay. <laughs> you were telling me the other day about goddess. <laughs> Goddesses, yes. Mm. They're not queens anymore. Okay, right. So the key though is this. So people like to call themselves king, queens. Understand that these titles, they're not empty. Oh, no, 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 no. They're not meant to be empty. That's what I'm trying to say. So when you say you're a king, know that you're saying that I am the one responsible. Mm. If you're not yep. responsible, don't call yourself a king. If you say you're a queen, you're saying the box stops with me. Hold me accountable. I am the one responsible. Yep. These titles are not just empty. Now, when you say you're a goddess, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that is planetary level. <laughs> yeah. That fucking you are dealing with planets now. So, uh, we're not just talking about egos. You're not just dealing with egos. <laughs> we're dealing with planets. <laughs> planets now. As a goddess now, you're a goddess. Abby. Let's just realize that this thing comes with responsibility. Leadership is not a title. Leadership mm. is, Mr. <laughs> is, is responsibility. Mr. Clare, mm. let's round up. Yes, sir. You know, I was going to say that's a fitting end to this, to this one because we can talk about this all day long. You know, because um, you know, there's no more to like that. Mr. Pru said it there. Mr. Pierce concluded it very nicely there, you know. And even when he was talking, there's a friend of mine that, you know, when we eventually publish this, he needs to listen to this uh, because he is the one that, you know, keep talking that leaders, true leaders, create more leaders, yeah. you know. So on that note, catch you guys next time. Back to you, Mr. Pierce. Thank you, Mr. Kanye. Yeah, this is this is a topic that I hope you all take to heart because it is the foundation for all the good that you're looking for. Everything is created by someone taking responsibility for it. It just doesn't magically appear, you know. So, you know, um, there are other things that, as we're talking, will have come into your mind as we're talking. Because, you know, other ideas, other thoughts, you know, this is what these videos are meant to do, to start you on the journey. No episode can cover everything. I've, still, I've got my notes here. There's so many things I can cover, but no episode can cover everything. Just start the journey of knowing what leadership is and why it's there, okay? And on that note, see you all next time. Bye-bye. God bless.